Hi, I'm Angie Wisdom, and welcome to my podcast, Sharing Wisdom. I'm an author and a keynote speaker and a master certified coach. And for the past 25 years, I've sat across the table from fascinating people, helping them break through their obstacles to achieve success in their life and business. The one thing I've learned and believe to this day is that you are capable capable of change, capable of greatness, capable of anything you're willing to get serious about. And I want to help you get there. That's why I'm sharing all my wisdom and interviewing some of the most successful business leaders and athletes in the world so they can share their wisdom too. So get present and ready to learn. Welcome to Sharing Wisdom. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Sharing Wisdom. I'm excited to have you here today. I'm your host, Angie Wisdom, and we have a special guest literally in the house, my house. We're filming live from my house today, and Kevin Sturdivant is here to join us. He is owner of Case Real Estate. He is uh, entrepreneur, inspirator, man of many things, investor. So, Kevin, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. I love being here. You're the first one to actually be in the house what? doing this podcast. Yeah. What? I'm so honored. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be fun to do. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's the coolest house around and you're the coolest coach around. Oh. So anytime you shoot me a message and I'm in, right? And you, 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 you mentioned something before you even start telling me what it is, I'm in because I know that the intention is to uplift, to inspire, to make a difference for others, which is right in line with, with my passion. So I'm always in, Angie. Thanks, Kev. And it is so true. I, I don't even have to explain to you what's going on. You're like, yeah, I'm yeah, in. I mean, what, what time? What time? Let's, yeah. ro- let's rock it. Yeah, I always let's, go. let's go. I'll be there. <laughs> so here we are. And that's why I wanted to bring you in here because you are that master of inspiration, uh, of hope, of faith, so many different things that people look up to you for. I know a lot of the people who followed me and worked with me have come through you and not even being in real estate, just yeah. going, this guy is inspirational. Like he, he inspires me to be better. I don't know how he does it. He's got all these kids. He's got this company. He's got all these agents. And, <laughs> got all these kids. And he's still doing I it. I always get that. I he's got all these kids. kids. How many kids does he have, people Gosh. say? <laughs> Technically, if you include my daughter-in-law, because I have a daughter-in-law yeah. now. My oldest son is married. I have six kids. Yeah. You know, so I have five uh, of my own. And all, all ages, whatever kind of age you want, I've got that one covered. So I've got my, my daughter, Eliana, the baby. She's like 19 months. Mm-hmm. Then I have my daughter, seven. She's four years old. Then I have um, my daughter, Azella. Uh, and then I have Kaizen and Eli. So Azella is 14. I don't know what I'm talking about. Azella <laughs> is 11. Kaizen is 14. Uh-huh. Eli is uh, 22. See, I was wondering, you'd left out those couple of last ages, and yes. I'm like, did he forget how old the older yeah. ones are? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that is a full house. It is. Yeah. yeah. Last night, we got to have dinner uh, with Eli and Malia, and that was, that was really special. You know, we don't get that as much. So it was amazing. Like, I came home from a crazy day. Tuesdays, I go to L.A., and um you know it's a lot it's a lot going to la and then the drive home um but it's really important for me to like shut it off and then be present to them you know because um that's everything that's what we work for absolutely and so it was so cool to just come home and my wife made this crazy sushi dinner we did sushi night and i was just like you know almost choked up just seeing seven and eliana playing and then Kaizen's over here laughing with Eli and my daughter-in-law and then my daughter, 
Pazella, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You know, it's pretty wife, special. And your super, wife is just superhero kind of, wife who's just making it all work. That's the yeah. question I always get too. Where they're like, she's oh, Kevin's a, she, so inspirational. She is more inspiring in person than even on social. Mm. So on social, I get it. She shows all this stuff, but in person, see the difference with social that people don't see that I see and that we all know mm -hmm. in real life is social. You only get the highlight reel. Right. So people don't see the migraines that she gets. People don't see the back pains that she has. People don't see um, some of the challenges that she has from what we went through with, with Eliana, mm -hmm. right? And how she still carries some of that. So that's why I say my wife's even more inspiring in person. Yes, yeah. yeah, she is. And I actually, I remember not too long ago, she posted kind of a series of pictures and events mm -hmm. showing some of the struggles yeah. of, you know, just, I forget, you know, which child it was. It was probably um, Eliana, right? Yeah. Of like having some difficulties mm -hmm. and, and showing real life, which I think is important too, because you too can be perceived as yes. this like, wow, everything is perfect. <laughs> like, man, they have it so dialed in. I don't know yeah, how no, they this do is, it. This is the first first summer in like five years, maybe more, no, maybe, maybe seven years. We, so we did our Oahu trip for the first time, I think in 2017, 18, we've always gone. Mm -hmm. This was the first summer that we didn't go. And uh, mainly it's because we're in a season now that we've never experienced with Eliana. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to feel that, I think because of the way Eliana came into the world, you know, we went, she was born, complications straight into ICU to living in a, in a chalk hospital mm -hmm. for a month, mm -hmm. her almost having to do this surgery. She came into the world in a very right away fighting. And that yeah. fight energy, she definitely still has. <laughs> still going on. Yeah, she, I mean, and I, I call it a high level intentionality that she has. Uh -huh. She is committed to living a certain way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when she does not have that, it is a fight. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like she literally will just grab onto us and just scratch us sometimes. And so we're experiencing that. Mm -hmm. um, and so like this, we're using our RV more. Yeah. Our sprinter. We're like, you know, we'll just get in the RV and uh, let's drive a north. Safer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have to point out that anybody who's watching, like people ask me how to change your mindset all the mm -hmm. time. Cognitive reframing you all like what Kevin just did yeah. when you said, I call it, you know, what did you say? Intentionality. Yeah, or... she, 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 she is high level intentionality. Yes, that yeah, instead she of wants going... something and she's going to fight for it. That's how she came into this world. Yep. You know, and she's she's powerful. Yeah. So reframing that that yeah. optimism right there, that's yes. what it is. And it's gonna create some major greatness one day. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I agree. No, without a doubt. I'm so so blessed, so grateful. And it's interesting, I was kind of relating the thought about my daughter today with how I think some people need to reframe the situation mm -hmm. of the market, the economy, yes. whatever you wanna call it, right? Like I think some people, especially in the industry that I'm in which is real estate, um, it's like they're waiting for this time of this unicorn year that we had mm -hmm. called 2021, where if you had a listing, you were a straight up celebrity right. in 2021. And there were multiple offers, you didn't have to do anything, and it was just, and I think some people might be still holding on to that. Like sure. wondering if that's gonna come back. And I was thinking about it on my run this morning that, that like, 
waiting for that to hopefully one day maybe come back is like waiting for this time when my daughter might not be throwing these fits or crying. Right, right, yeah. There's no knowing that that's ever gonna happen. All we have is right here, right now. And the question is, how are we going to 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 be mm-hmm. in in that moment? Right. You know, like imagine how lame that would be if I acted that way towards my daughter. Oh, let me know when you're done with this like crying season. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. And that's, but you're spot on. You know, people go through that in these challenging times. Yeah. They kind of tap out because John Maxwell, Mm -hmm. you ever follow him and listen to him, you know, he talks about whether you're winging it or whether you're working it. Ah, nice. And, you know, this winging it is like, well, you can get by when things are good and you can just go with the flow and you can do things and and things might be okay, but really working it. Like through this season, agents are going to have to really work it. They're going to have to show up and do the hard work. And that's one of the things I find fascinating about you and and people ask me about because we've coached together. They'll ask me like, how does Kevin do it? You know, and how does he do those hard things he doesn't want to do? You are relentless about showing up every single day and doing your prospecting after years or having the hard conversations. There's a lot you maybe don't want to do or don't feel like doing. How do you push through that and just take that action? You know, I think a lot of the the passion and discipline that I have to do the hard work is from the other side that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So I, if, if you don't know the, the, the bigger pain, you're gonna avoid the smaller pain, mm-hmm. right? Like I call the pain, uh, the, the pain of prospecting, the pain of waking up at 447, the pain of, it's not painful anymore to be sure. sober, but in the beginning, it was really difficult. All those things, I have a higher pain, right? Uh, with my sobriety, I have the pain of almost losing my family. Mm-hmm. I have the pain of actually losing family members. My father drank himself literally mm-hmm. to death, right? Like I have a, a, a pain that's so big, it makes the discipline a bit easier. The, the 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 pain of prospecting for me is nothing because I know the pain of what it's like to be at a grocery store and write a check and have have them tell you on the spot that they can't cash mm. your check because it's been in your system that you've right. bought a check before. I have the pain of being at home with my family and seeing the Southern California Edison person walking in my backyard mm-hmm. to shut off the electricity. I have that pain. So the pain of showing up and knocking out my calls, I will run through a wall. I will climb the tallest mountain. I am not waiting for 3% interest rates to come back. You know what I mean? Right, I'm right. prepared for the whole thing to crash. And I'm not even afraid of that Mm -hmm. because I've been there before. You know, I know what it's like to live in a home without any electricity on. I know what it's like to try to warm my house up using the oven. Mm -hmm. Not many people can say they've gone through that in this luxury community that we're working where that's like, you can't talk about that stuff. Right. We're here. Everybody is supposed supposed to act like everything's perfect, and you got to go to this school, and your parents blah. blah. No, I'm very authentic. Like I have been through the fire, and I think that's 
something powerful to understand. You know, there's that quote, when you're going through hell, keep going. So I'm not afraid of it anymore. And on top of that, I've been able to experience the freedom that high level discipline gives you, mm -hmm. right? I'm all in, like, and I feed off of that. When I'm punched in the face, I'm like, okay, cool. Something good's gonna come out of this. Yes. And it does not stop. Yes. You know, the the, the, the higher you play, the bigger the punches come. Mm -hmm. it, the only difference now is that I'm prepared for it. Whereas in my first 10 years, it was like, really? Mm -hmm. Like this again? Whereas now I'm like, okay, cool. Like something goes off in my brain when it's high level, difficulty, pain, resistance, frustration, something good's about to come. Yes. And that's become my superpower. You know, the worst possible thing, the worst possible situation, I can sit with it and say, God, I, I, I don't totally know why we're going through this, mm -hmm. but I know that is for a reason mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for it. So you can fight, right? But the question is, can you really practice acceptance in the fight? Right. Because if you're in the fight and dealing with resistance and why am I here? Why do I have to go through this? And being a victim, you're going to lose the fight. Mm -hmm. Just fighting is not enough. The key to winning the fight is to understand that I'm here for a reason. I welcome this. I will overcome this. I'm powerful in this. I've got what it takes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just just work is not enough. Everybody's working. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's doing hard work. The question is, is your energy at a high enough level to win? And if you aren't able to take the punch and know that it's part of the process, you're not gonna win. You're just gonna work really hard and not get any good results. Right. I'm here to win. End you up know? standing in place, you know, yeah. when you kind of keep fighting that resistance, you know. I, and I run a brokerage with 80 people. Why are 10% of them winning at a high level and 90% are kind of going through the motions mm -hmm. and not getting results? Everybody's doing the same thing. They're knocking the same scripts. I don't teach these guys scripts that I don't teach these guys to. Everybody's using the same tools. What's the difference? Totally energy and intention. It's energy, it's intention, it's heart and soul. And this is a service business where people are first going to hear your energy before you say a single word. So the question is, what is your energy mm. saying? What is your energy saying? Yeah. That's a great question. Now you have, this is so ingrained in you. It is just who you are. The way you instantly reframe something when something bad happens, you're like, you know, this is happening for me. You yeah. kind of get excited and, and I am that same way, but yeah. for many people that's hard yeah. to do. They can't wrap their head around that. And it goes back to me. It's like, it takes years of practicing that yeah. proactively, like rewiring your mind and practicing those habits for when you actually need right. them. So I'm assuming you were not always like that back a long, long time ago when you were trying to heat your house with yeah. your oven. Mm -hmm. It's like, did you always have this nature about you that everything that was happening was for a good reason and you had this mindset that... No, I used to have a really bad attitude. Mm, I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a really bad attitude. I think I was super rebellious. You know, my mm -hmm. dad went to prison at a really early age and I got pretty heavy into um, just 
getting faded, mm-hmm. you know, just, just drink. I started drinking and partying and, um, you know, using drugs pretty heavily when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also was always very creative and ambitious. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I was ever, like I knew I was meant to do something. Um, but if I, I, I also battled um, doing things the right way because of my upbringing and what I saw from my dad. You know, like I jokingly say that if I didn't do things this way and get into a, a, a life coach slash real estate agent slash, you know, sober dad guy, I would be like running some kind of Ocean's Eleven. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would have been a very strategic thief of some sort, yes. like high level diamonds, or maybe, you know, taking over a casino in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. I'm starting to get a different image of you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like you got to understand, like I visited my dad, my sixth, seventh, eighth, I think ninth, I think 10th birthday in, um, high level federal penitentiaries. Mm-hmm. And that frame of mind was like, okay, that's how you do things. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you cut corners, you break the law and that's how you, cause my dad was still my hero. Right. So, you know, I had to overcome a lot of this, like F the world mentality. I'm going to get what's, what's mine mentality mm-hmm. mixed with hip hop, like hip hop and rap and like skateboarding, which skate, there's a reason why those stickers say skateboarding is not a crime. It was like my era of this early nineties mentality was very like F the world, get what's yours. And that's it. I wasn't a positive life coach guy, you know? And so that was a process for me to kind of change. Um, and I don't think I really started to change until I lost my best friend mm. and my dad in the same six months. Mm. And even still, I didn't totally change. Um, that was 2012. That was a very pivotal moment where the big wake up call in that moment was that life is really short. short yeah. Life is really short. Yeah. And I like I became a father at 17. So at a very early age, I realized this is not about me. Mm-hmm. This is my, when that happened, this was my opportunity to be the kind of dad that I never really had. Like I love my dad, but like, you're not supposed to do Coke with your kids when they're 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I grew up. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, I want to be a different kind of dad, mm-hmm. but I still had all this other energy that I had to work through. And so it was my training of, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, life coaches, Angie Wisdom, Landmark Education, Tony Robbins, to figure out why I am the way that I am and who do I really wanna be. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're willing to dig deep into your your roots and your soil and, and who you are, I think the most powerful way to operate is to really try to find a way to give yourself a blank canvas. Don't bring any of your past. Mm -hmm. Don't bring any of it, right? And don't bring any of your future even, right? In in terms of the the creative process, just be present and go to your spirit and go to your soil. And if you go to your spirit, forget the past, forget the present, forget the, 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 the future, forget even anything besides what's in your heart, your mind, your soul. What you realize, if you can give yourself a blank canvas mm-hmm. of it all, is that anything is possible. Absolutely. So who am I? 
Well, you are whoever you say you are. When you're bringing nothing to the conversation, mm -hmm. meaning no bad, no good, nothing, everything is possible. But you have to be able to just let me quiet all this noise and let me go to this blank space. What am I passionate about? What's my gift? What's my why? And when you can really create from this space of nothingness, everything becomes possible. And so that's been a long journey. I'm 41 now and I'm still going through these emotions. Absolutely. I mean, I even recall not too long ago, some of the conversations that we had yeah. and, and we can cut this out if you don't want to yeah. share it, but no. <laughs> you know, like even what you just said, like you had this mentality of like F the world right. type of thing. I think there was even part of that as you're kind of going through your career in real estate, right? right. With other agents or with what it's supposed to look like and yeah. who's capable of what, and you really trying to make your name and mark in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think it ever goes away, right? Mm. This, this, this kind of, I'm going, and everybody's thing is different, right? My, mine is I'll show you. Yes. And so, where does that come from? Well, that comes from a four to five-year-old kid who feels worthless because of this situation, mm -hmm. this thing my dad said. And so I carry this, I'll show you, you know what I mean? And on top of that, there's this feeling of I'm worthless. So you have this, this four or five-year-old version of Kev who feels worthless and who's trying to like fight the world. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm showing up with this like, uh, chip on my shoulder, right? Mixed with wanting to make a difference and it's blah, 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 blah. Um, but as uh, it, it never, some of those, th those energies that aren't necessary, I don't know if they ever totally go away, right? Like yesterday, a guy that I've mentored since 2015, who his number one business partner that they've been able to create this whole thing together that I introduced him to makes the decision to go to this other brokerage for mm. whatever this other brokerage offers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, really? Yeah. So a big part of me wants to give him a hug, which I do because that's what I need to do as a leader. Man, I wish you the best. Yeah. Shoot me a text if you ever need anything. Behind the scenes, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? What? Why do I do any of this? Why do I help anybody? Mm -hmm. And I let one out of a hundred mess up my whole flow, mm -hmm. and I gotta catch myself. I can only, I can't control it all. This is gonna happen, and so it's a constant battle every single day. But I think the 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 only way to avoid breakdown and upset and frustration is to stop playing. Yes, to play super safe. Yeah, you know, and do, yeah absolutely no, not. I'm not but I think you bring up a really good point for people to understand is that sometimes those old stories and beliefs and part of who you are as a child, they don't ever go away. Right. They still pop up, they rear their ugly head, but it's about how you address them. Right. You know, and I remember we'd have conversations about does something upset you for days? Right. Or does it now upset you for hours? And now maybe it's like, yeah, it crossed my mind minutes. for a minute. Yes. At the most. And it's like, I can't give this. What's it going to cost you? I like to tell people all the time, you know, figure out what your hourly rate is, mm. right? What is your hourly rate that you make? And then, then decide $100,000. $100, How long are you going to, what is it going to cost you? Yeah. You're going to let this situation, this problem, this person's opinion going to take up your capacity for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, 
calculate what that's going to be for your hundred thousand, yeah. right? Realtor math. What is that? Twenty? I don't know. However many thousand dollars that is, right? Yeah. And are you going to let it take up a whole day? Right. And we don't look at it in terms of that, but yeah. protecting that mindset is huge. It's huge. And I think that that is a very powerful exercise and I do go through that mm -hmm. exercise and it helps me get over stuff quick. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you don't want that person or that situation to cause you mm -hmm. any more of a loss. No. I say it's a stop no. loss. Put it in. Doesn't if they already cost though. you this. No. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's easy. Not at yeah, all. Yeah, I wrote a big check last week for an error in communication that occurred. I did I did I did a magical deal. Mm-hmm. Magical. Of course. Like, oh my goodness. Um, and there was an error in communication that was not something that I did. I have people who assist and mm -hmm. I didn't have to do this, but to fix the situation, I had a decision. Okay, either these guys who don't totally understand the process um, are gonna try to battle this out with me, which I'm gonna win, da da da, da or I just cut a check right now for 44,000. Mm -hmm. And it took five minutes to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Because the battle of this, even though it's gonna take two weeks at the most to make it very clear, like, there's 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 two things that are gonna that, that it's gonna cost me. Number one, it's gonna cost me energy in the tune of probably ten hours. Mm -hmm. So if I'm if I'm worth a hundred thousand dollars an hour, that ten hours right there is a million dollars. Right. The bigger risk is the feeling of the relationship and the opportunity that I have to show somebody how much I actually care. Okay. And yeah, I care about them more than $44,000. So it hurts. I don't want to do that. I was planning on, you know, giving that to my family. Well, you're not going to Hawaii this summer, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> but yes, calculating that, understanding. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask you about community because especially with everything you've shared and people know your story of your childhood and all of that, you have done a lot to integrate yourself in the community. You guys have case runs. Um, yeah. You get people to do Ironman with you. You do events at you know your, your place and it's always so much community. Yeah. What is the why behind that for you? I feed off of that. Mm. Like I feed off of hanging out with people that I have the same um, vibration with, right? Community is common unity. Mm -hmm. So I don't hang out at the yacht club. Um, I don't hang out at like these different kind of like meetup things mm -hmm. that other people do. I, I, I don't, maybe, maybe I should though. Maybe I should, maybe if I got the invite, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're all online. I just like, just... <laughs> for some reason, when I go to certain places, I don't feel, and maybe that's my own, my own deal. Um, I like to hang out with people who um, are going through something, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And typically, the these certain places that you go to, like these high level, powerful networking events, like. My goodness, like the chalk event is a powerful place to be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of agents, they put themselves in this opportunity to be at the chalk charity thing. When I get the invite to go there, I'm like, oh shoot. I'm gonna hang around a bunch of like high, high, high level people who are gonna be donating a bunch of money. How much money am I gonna be able to donate? For whatever reason, I vibe more with this community of people who are like thriving to overcome something. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of what I notice about when I throw and host these events. And like, I can 
feel a powerful struggle up in here, but I like it. And I like to, to provide insight and, and motivation and heart and love and soul to people who, whether you're struggling or you've made it, but you're still struggling, I like to, 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 to be in this environment with people who are really trying to overcome mm -hmm. something. It's your story. I mean, yeah. you've been through that. So the most passionate thing that you can share is what you've lived. Yeah. And so you're inspiring. And, and speaking of that, you kind of did a pretty big speaking event not too long ago in Vegas. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah and that's a perfect example of like, those are a bunch of winners. Right. But they're also trying to figure out the market and trying to, and I, it, I, I felt what that dude Neil was up to mm -hmm. really quick. Yeah. So I said yes to that pretty quickly. I could just sense it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a similar tribe. Yes. I like this, yes. I'm in, let's go. Yeah. yeah, I thought I really rocked my talk to be honest. Um, and then, so I was the last guy before the last guy. I got, okay. I op I got to open up for uh, Jesse Itzler. Oh, that's pretty awesome. And I didn't think that I rocked my talk after Jesse's. Really? <laughs> oh, you mean you thought, felt good about it? Then after you saw Jesse? killed it. Yeah. That was one of the, and I've seen Tony Robbins in yeah. small groups. Like I've done the firewalk stuff and I love Tony Robbins. Uh, but the way that Jesse Itzler did his talk was one of the coolest, the coolest things I'd seen. Better yeah. to precede it than to follow it, I think. For sure. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, oh find the gratitude, find the oh, bright yeah, side no of way. it. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, no, I can't do this. But that's pretty special to be in that group of people yeah. and, and speaking, you know, one step after, yeah. or one step before something like that. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. How was that for you to, cause you, you motivate and you inspire and you speak, but that was probably a little bit of a different platform for you. Yeah, it was different because I'm used to just being on a panel mm -hmm. and Neil asked me to do a talk. Right. And so um, I really enjoyed it because I'm also really competitive. And so there's all these speakers and I'm watching the way everybody's impacting people. And I'm like, really? Come on. I'm going to light it up more, 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 more than that person. And so um, it was different though because I, I wrote out nine pages of what I was gonna say. And then we go to the event in the morning or the day before, KP and I go over there to the day before and there's these giant TV screens on each, like huge, and I think there's like three or 4,000 people there. So there's these huge screens. And then I'm watching somebody else and I'm realizing that they're all putting slideshows up. Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a slideshow ready. Oh, And I was like, Oh crap. So I go back to my room and we come up with 25 photos that are going to go in line with my talk. No. <laughs> the night before. <laughs> so then the challenge that I'm dealing with is this clicker and I'm like now I really have to stay on. Uh-huh. And so there were pluses and 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 things that I need to get better at, but the bottom line is that like it definitely put me in this space where I feel like I want to do more of that work. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really, really excited about doing more things and like just the opportunity you, you can have to impact mm -hmm. um, has, you know, I go through these motions where I don't want to do any of that stuff. I got one focus right now and it's being a real estate agent. And I've been in that mode since 2019. So I stopped doing my podcast mm -hmm. in 2019 and I went full blown 
real realtor mode. I wasn't even focused until like a year and a half ago on case, mm -hmm. even though I'm the sole owner of the brokerage. I'm like, you guys just let me know when you need me to figure out how to run a brokerage. Uh, but you know those things better than me. I'm gonna do my part just being a real estate agent. That's gonna be my contribution to case. And about a year and a half ago, I was like, all right, I, I, I'm able to put in some time on building the brokerage. Right. Um, and then two months ago, I actually took out 12 hours of something else that I'm doing, and I implemented that also back into the brokerage. Um, and so, you know, and then on top of all that, I'm like, man, I also am in a space where I love my real estate business that I'm having. I love the brokerage. I love all this, these things. And I'm actually missing speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm actually missing the podcast. So we just recorded the third podcast of our podcast being back on Amazing. called In Case You Missed It. Um, so look, 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 look up that. Oh, I love yeah. that. And so, you um, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, always got kind of going through different seasons mm -hmm. of how am I feeling? What can I add? What can I shift? What do I need to take out that doesn't fit? I love that you brought that up. That was one of our first conversations mm -hmm. back in 2019 yep. was, I remember our first meeting and I said, okay, what do you want? And yeah. you're like, I want to write a book and I wanted this company and I want this much in sales and I want this podcast. And you had all of these things that, yes. you know, I said, we've got too many buckets, right? Yes. We've got all these yeah. little trees and yeah. you can't possibly grow yep. them all at the same time. And it's when you really decided, okay, it's the sales. I'm going right. to be an agent and that's my focus. And I try to kind of tell people how important that is yeah. of having a singular focus yep. in the beginning. It doesn't mean you can't do multiple things later, right. but in the beginning, you have to have that singular focus if you want to really grow it. 100%, absolutely. Chase two rabbits, you're gonna lose them both. And I was chasing five rabbits. Yes. And occasionally catching a good one here and right. there, but you know, my breakthrough year in real estate was 2015. Like mm -hmm. you make a million bucks, that's a pretty big deal mm -hmm. as a real estate agent. And for me, that was the year 2015. I stayed there. I stayed at the practically a 10% difference, plus or minus uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, mm -hmm. four years. So, and I, I had skyrocketed the four years before that. I started at literally nothing. I had 1800 bucks in my name at the start of 2012. And I went 275, 310, 725, a million dollars. And then, so it went like this, and then it stayed like this, mm. 15, 16, 17, 18. And so that was when we started coaching and I'm like, I, I want to break through. I don't want to just get to 60, I wanna to get to 100. So mm. our first full year working together was 2020. And we had a very clear goal, mm -hmm. close a hundred million dollars yes, yeah. of all the best years to do this. Sure. And my previous best year was the year before, which mm -hmm. was 60 million. So I stayed at like 45 to 55 million or so in volume mm -hmm. for four years. 2019 was 60. The question was, can we see a 40% increase? in this COVID year, which we didn't know we were embarking on. Right, right, yeah. that was a big surprise. Yep. Yeah, so in doing all of this and in 
everything that you've accomplished, I know there are some things that you do on a daily basis. I mean, you did Ironman yes. recently. Yeah. I mean, talk about a hard thing to do. Yeah. So I, I want you to kind of shed a little light on that, the importance of doing these hard things and, and what you do on a daily basis to stay your best self because you truly can't give your best right. self unless you are. So what does that look like for you and the purpose of Ironman too? So what I was really looking for from the Ironman, which was uh, two things, structure and a six pack. Mm -hmm. So I got the structure, did not get the six pack. What? Because six packs uh, occur in the kitchen. They, yeah, they don't happen with gummy bears and yeah, Skittles. Yeah. So um, I highly encourage people to develop a structure that's going to cause you to break through. It's about structure, right? Like when I'm not, when I, when I don't have my sessions with DB, who's basically David Goggins, um, <laughs> I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm going to weasel out. Left to my own free will, I'm going to play small. Mm -hmm. And that's human nature, right? Like if you are this superhero without any structure and without a coach and without, you're just a superhero, you're just a Navy SEAL Marine, that's incredible. Good for you, mm -hmm. I'm not. I need structure and accountability. So what I really like the most about the Ironman is this ain't it. This is not a marathon, mm -hmm. and a marathon's a pretty big deal. But it is a 2.1 mile swim, then a hundred and 12 mile bike ride, and then after all that, a full marathon. This is not something you can kind of do. Right. So I signed up for it uh, one because dudes in my office were doing it and then the big reason why was obviously because of tim you know my best friend mm -hmm. tim kruger passed away in january 1st 2022 and um he did an ironman and then the kicker was that my best friend jonas who passed away in 2011 the actual date was jonas's birthday mm. so i was like damn all the signs i gotta do this um, I knew how to swim, but I'd never taken like that level swim lessons. And so anyways, it was the structure. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage people to do something very difficult that you don't think you could do like at least once a year. Jesse Itzer talks about this. Mm -hmm. You know, what is one day that you could dedicate to just getting your ass kicked? Um, I operate from this place very often. Am I gonna die? Uh, that as like dark, morbid, whatever it, it, it might sound, like that's just the reality. People show up like they're gonna have a bunch more at-bats. I don't know if today's my last at-bat. So I, I, I don't waste time because I, that, that is my biggest driver is I don't wanna live with any regret. I don't wanna leave anything out on the mm -hmm. table. Like, I want to give it my all because my biggest driving force was losing Jonas and losing my dad. And beginning of January, 2012, my dad and I have the same name, seeing my name on funeral papers. Mm. That was, that's my driving force. And that's just reality. So people hang out, they're, they're hanging out like they know they're going to have tomorrow. Really? You know, for sure you got tomorrow. I don't know that. So today, every day, if you see me and I'm giving it my all. And on Sunday, when I don't work, I'm giving it my all to be present with the kids. What are we doing? Date night, tonight, I'm going to Disneyland tonight. 
with my wife. We don't miss date night. So these three and a half, four hours we have, I'm giving it my all because mm-hmm. I don't know if I for sure have tomorrow. And that is my driving force. And it sounds dark, but like, is it really? It's just reality. And so when you can have like a subconscious stopwatch and that's very real to you, which for me, it's very present. To me, it motivates me to make sure that who I'm being and what I'm leaving is something that I'm proud of, something mm-hmm. that's remarkable, something that uplifts and make a di- makes a difference, something that causes a ripple effect of the energy that I want to leave here, mm-hmm. you know, which is love, inspiration, encouragement, determination. And we all have that opportunity. So those are my driving forces that keep me going. And I'm glad you brought up kind of the date night and and the time with the kids because balance, Mm -hmm. you know, to anyone who's observing you on Instagram, they're like, does that guy ever not work? You know, is is there balance there? Um, I don't want to work that much, but you really do have it. And you're you're mentioning these date nights and time with the kids. Mm -hmm. In those moments, do you actually bring that thought into your conscious mind of, I don't know if I'll be here tomorrow? Like, do you have to be very conscious about that or is it so ingrained in you now? it's ingrained it's mm-hmm. like it, it all something something set it off and that, that, that setting off process started when i lost jonas mm-hmm. which was memorial day 2011 went down a very dark rabbit hole and then and then losing my dad in in january 2012 that started to set it off um and you know and then it could think things continue to happen we all lose people losing Tim. Mm-hmm. It's like you get these reminders of like, man, life is really short. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, it's yes, there is the craft of the work, but it's also the pause. If you pause and you sit quietly and you get intentional about who you're being and how you're operating, that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And the question you want to ask yourself is, 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 am I playing at the best of my ability? Am I giving it all I've got? Mm-hmm. Right. And then shut it off and be present with the next thing. You know, it's just, I want to know that, um, I'm giving it everything that I had. And that takes work. That whole present thing. Yeah. I have that conversation with everybody. I remember we had it years ago and mm-hmm. it was like, do you put your phone in your drawer? Like, right. how do you actually get present? And, What's... I'm, and I'm not perfect, yeah. right? I have a very important deal and I love my work. So that's yes. where it's also, it's like, it, it, it's when I'm with my kids and they're acting uh, crazy, I'm like, do you guys know that I could be at work right now and I, and I would not have to deal with this, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Like I will go back to work mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny. I love my kids, but it's tough. <laughs> they over like, see you later or they, they shape up. <laughs> no, no, my, our, my kids are amazing, but um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it can be tough sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you guys, I did not stop working and load up this RV and drive you guys to the zoo to hear you guys bicker and fight. Like you need to stop right now. I will turn this car around. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever stopped the car? Have you ever turned it around? Um, I don't know if I've ever turned it. No. Okay. So that's what I want to ask no. you. You are such a man of like, 
discipline and punishment as far as like for yourself every every team meeting like you're driven by that pain yeah right here's the consequence if something you know yeah if I, I don't do tattoo is a bad that i lost for not making enough appointments in a week that's not as bad as somebody else's tattoo on your team that yeah lost he's, got, he's got so. that thing lasered off though it's almost oh we gone. did okay yeah but you you everyone operates either by pain or yeah. um potential pleasure you tend to operate from that pain because of the childhood you I had and so. the pain yeah. that you experienced um, so I'm curious, you know, even with when it comes to discipline, does that show up in your personal life for your family? With the kiddos? Yeah. Yeah. Kaiser owes me 10 bucks. He didn't <laughs> throw out the trash this morning. He owes me 10 bucks. So he's paying up. He's paying that up. That $10 is coming yeah, back to you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With, 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 with the kids, it's like, it's definitely more difficult for me to discipline my daughters. Sure. Um, you know, with the boys, like, oh. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like I'm, it is, it's on, right? But with my daughters, like my daughter could like light the house on fire, and I'd be like, "Come here, yeah. Why did you do this?" You know, I just feel like it's different. Like mm -hmm. with the boys, it's, you know, I'm gonna beat you into greatness. Yeah. With the yeah. girls, I'm gonna love you into greatness. Uh -huh. So it's it's understanding and it's it's learning and um, you know, last night I got frustrated with myself because I have a deal that I, we're, we're close to putting together. It's like this $15 million deal and we're writing offers and we're doing all this stuff. And it at six o'clock when it was time to shut it off, like we're sending the offers. And at eight o'clock, they have questions about the offers. I'm on a call at 9.45 mm -hmm. when I should be helping with the dishes and getting Eliana ready for bed. And I'm outside putting this deal together. And I'm like, damn it. You know, so um, constantly trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm definitely not perfect, sure. right? If there is one thing I am trying to do more, it is shut it off sooner so mm -hmm. I can be more present with mm -hmm. the kids for sure. But um i you know i'm home for dinner every night mm -hmm. that's for sure and i shut it off i i, I go into creative mode on saturday mornings mm -hmm. um alana always will laugh at me because she knows i'm a little sneaky about it where uh like eight o'clock she's like where are you going i was like oh, i gotta meet up with kp we're going into recording she goes oh where are you, where are you meeting and I'm going to a coffee shop and there's like a full-blown car, car show. show. Yes, I know your tricks. <laughs> yes, but that is how, that is my creative outlet. That is what I'm doing. And, you know, to her it's like a big party. And it, it is helpful, yes. right, to get, so that is also called being a little selfish with what you need to do Absolutely. to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I have three to four hours where I should just be straight up with my wife and say, yeah, I'm going to go to a car show because that inspires me and I like looking at cars and I'm also, KP's also going to be there and we're going to chip away. But the reality is KP and I usually chip away for like 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is we're connecting we're doing you know but it's all part of it yeah, yeah. So. and it, and it is important you know it going is. back to those pieces that i said you know what do you do you know to sharpen your axe every day mm -hmm. and, and that alone time or the time that you need to be creative whatever yeah. it is those values have to show up yeah the discipline with the morning routine for me is really crucial mm -hmm. and i'm not perfect at it but i think i'm pretty on point, like 85, 90% of the time, phone goes off, you know, mm -hmm. 447. I always hang out at 447 or 444, but it's generally one of those two times. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then bam, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have a trainer who comes to my house. And I've been in this rhythm for well over, well over a decade, mm -hmm. you know. Um, trainer comes Tuesday, Thursday, I box, I get after the workout, I get into the cold plunge, which I'm in major cold plunge mode mm, right now. Okay. I have to get into that thing. I'm on like three weeks of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I'm able to, like, I'm, I'm, I'm up. After all those things are done, it's about 6.30ish. Mm -hmm. And all those things had been, that's heavy mind, body, soul. And then I'm able to be present and coffee with Alana, right? Then the kiddos are starting to wake mm -hmm. up. And then even the first hour and a half at case, I'm not going straight into calls and emails. I'm going straight into mindset and skills. So by 9.15 every single day, the amount of axe sharpening, we're talking four plus hours right. of just getting ready. Just getting ready. So I think most people, they get up and they just yeah. go straight into it. And I'm like, that's crazy. It is. That's it, crazy. It, it's something mm -hmm. I try to change for anyone I talk to because if you wake up in just enough time to do just what you have to do yeah. to get out the door, I mean, you've set yourself up for a really, a very reactive day and yeah. unfulfilling. No way. You know, it's, it's, no that's way. the first flip right there. Yeah. 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 Is, is get to, get to a seven plus, mm -hmm. right? Everything that I do from the food that I eat to the way I evaluate cars to the way I evaluate <laughs> everything is on a scale of one to 10. Mm -hmm. And I try to keep everything seven plus if it's below, if a restaurant is a, is, is, is a six or below, I'm not going back there. I need a minimum of a seven and myself, I need mm -hmm. to be at a minimum at a seven. At an eight and a half, nine, I am attracting incoming calls asking me to list their house. Um, but below a seven, ooh, that's a little scary. I'm a little too close to a six and I have my little hacks of how to get back to the seven. Yes, yeah. so anyone listening, it's like, that is self-awareness, hardcore self-awareness right there. When you are so in tune with how you're feeling, what you're doing, yeah. what level you're at, and then that optimization empowerment to know that this is exactly what I need to get to Yeah. that seven, that eight, that nine, whatever it may need to be. It. And it's self-mastery. And, and it could be something silly. It yep. could be something totally silly. Like I, I reference sometimes this, this time, uh, Alana and I are in the car and she's driving, which is rare, first of all, but my window's halfway down and she rolls my window up. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden in my mind, I'm like, whoa, what? What's that all about? And it just something that simple. Yeah. She's trying to control me. I was enjoying the window being down. I was feeling the breeze. And this little tiny stupid thing has now got me in my stories. These stories. Mm -hmm. And you have to catch it mm -hmm. and, and, and clean that up like ASAP. It is yeah. so important. Yeah. It's it like when runs. you look at it, comments, you get like 50 awesome comments on something. And then one person says this thing and that stupid little thing from this stranger who has zero followers <laughs> and it's a private account. So clearly it's just some weird account mm -hmm. that they made to talk crap on people. That's the thing you're going to, to let bug you. Not at a hundred thousand dollars an hour. No, no, no way. Mm -mm. Yeah. 
So you've got a lot of great things going on. It's always fun to watch your progression and what you're doing. Thanks. But, um, and you're definitely stepping up as far as sharpening that ax and doing okay. hard things. I wanna know like what's, what's on the horizon? What's the big picture now for you? So the big picture right now is, is a couple of things. I mean, it depends on what category we're at, but if we're in the category of business, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's like, I remember in 2020 when we were, when we were heavy, heavy in coaching, it was like this dream of like, I want to get to the hundred and then it's the 400, mm -hmm. right? So yep. now we can see, feel, hear, taste that 400. My team did 265 million last year. We finished number four in all of Orange County for the top 100 agents. This is people doing at least a hundred million. Mm -hmm. I ranked number one, pat myself on the back. Yes. I'm just going to flex here. <laughs> uh, no, I ranked number one in highest list to sales price ratio. Uh -huh. So there's these things that are occurring where it's like, you work so hard, you visualize it, you see it. And now I'm like, oh dang, that 400 mil is real. Right. So we have a very clear billion dollar plan mm -hmm. in 2027 of like specifically what I've got to do mm -hmm. to achieve a billion in closed volume for my team. Love it what that is making possible like when you reach a certain thing all this other stuff becomes available and i'm like oh shoot so uh within case there is this 10 billion dollar goal that i can see feel hear taste i know how this 10 billion dollar thing mm. is going to manifest mm -hmm. um, and so playing around with that and having the evaluation of a hundred million dollar company is something I'm really excited about. So I like numbers. Yeah. Am I going to sell the company? I don't think so. Maybe, but it's a measure, right? And the hundred million dollar evaluation with a $10 billion company creates a possibility for all these other things mm -hmm. to occur. So I'm hanging out in that space and then case, home goods we're playing around with a lot, furniture and candles and the plates and this whole line Fine. of um, home goods mm -hmm. we're really excited about. The book and finally um, reigniting Project Mindset, which mm -hmm. is a company I started in 2008. And I've just dabbled with it over the years. And just recently I'm like, okay, Time to turn that one up. That that has been just kind of sitting there. It's a part of me, but the business side of it has just been kind of sitting there for a mm. couple of years. So officially producing the book, which my book is my story mixed with each chapter being little tips and life hacks. Yes. Um, so super excited about that. Um, what else are we working on? <laughs> Does there need to be any more? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of big things. It's lots of stuff happening at okay. our house and Casa Sturdy. Yes. So super excited about that. And just enjoying the family, enjoying yeah. the kiddos. I see you doing more of that. I like it. Yeah, enjoying like the kiddos. It. So good. Yeah. Well, I, I want to kind of wrap up with, I always ask everyone, you know, this is about sharing wisdom. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have a tremendous amount of it and you've already given us so much. But what is like the, the one you live by? The most important piece of wisdom that you've ever received or that you've even found on your own that just constantly sticks with you? I say my personal motto, which is just show up, do my best, let God do the rest. Mm -hmm and most importantly, enjoy the process, mm. right? Enjoy the process, love the process. The process is not always fun. So you gotta be able to dance through the destruction sometimes. Like 
and know that 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 struggle you're going through is making you stronger it's Mm -hmm. making you better run towards it go for it and then make sure you run through it and just remember that you don't know when your time's up and operate from that place so that you've got no regrets and you're giving it all you've got you're emptying the tank Mm -hmm. every single day and most importantly, you're filling it up yes. every single yes. morning. That's key right there. I would say filling up the tank is more important than emptying the tank. Empty it. Give it all you got. Balance all those different equities, mm-hmm. mind, body, soul, family, friends, business, and money. Remember that if it's important to you, you can talk about it. But the way I'm really going to know if, if, you're, if your spouse, kids, prospecting, health is important to you is if I look at your schedule. If it's important to you, it's in your mm-hmm. schedule. If not, you're just talking. Yep. So empty the tank in all the equities and make sure you fill it up every morning too. Love it. So yeah. much good wisdom. Let's well, go. thank you, Kevin. We did it. Happy to have you here. Thank you. Guys, follow, uh, everyone probably already follows you, but Kevin Sturdivant, um, what is the Instagram? Is it Kevion. 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 Yes. People always like, is your name Kevion or Kevin? That's how I always know, like when, when people ask me about you, if they say Kevin or they're like, you, some guy that you talked to, Kevion. And I'm I like, love that. Yeah. yeah, that was a nickname like a- that actually Jonas created in like 99, 2000. So anytime somebody calls me by that, I do love it because it brings me back. Yes, to that, that. yes. Yeah, so either one. Well, follow Kevin along. Um, he has an amazing brand at Case Real Estate that Thank is you. always so fun to watch all the events that they're doing and what they're building out there. So thanks again for coming. Thank you. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you found your dose of wisdom for the day. And remember, just don't take it in, live the wisdom and share the wisdom. If you like this episode, give us a like below and comment. Let me know what you think. If you want to be sure to catch all the episodes of Sharing Wisdom, hit that follow button. If you want more of Angie Wisdom, you can go to angiewisdom.com and sign up for Words of Wisdom or follow me over on YouTube and Instagram at Angie Wisdom Life Coach. 